So you hear a lot of people talking about healing, right? And there's many different kinds of modalities out there. There's different kinds of healing. We have physical healing for the body. We have emotional healing, mental healing, and spiritual healing amongst, I'm sure, many others. But you don't really hear about soul healing. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your time and your energy here with me today. It really means the world to me and I just want to let you know just how much I appreciate it. But before we dive into today's episode, I would love to invite you to connect with me over on Instagram and Facebook and you can find both of those links to my profile down in the description below. There should be a link for both of those and if not, you can find me at Cody Ann Smith on Facebook and Instagram. So for those of you who've been following me for a while, you know that I've grew up with a lot of adversity and my whole entire life was kind of full of this adversity until I turned about 28 years old and I decided enough was enough and it was time for me to start to heal in many different ways. Well, one of those ways was through integrating my soul back into my body. For so long, I was living outside of myself in some ways. And I had a hard time being able to truly express myself and to allow people to see who I truly was. So that really plays in with today's episode because I want to share with you guys what has helped me on my journey. And I've contemplated this for a while. And I know that a lot of these things that I'm going to talk about are pretty universal when it comes to integrating our souls. So you hear a lot of people talking about healing, right? And there's many different kinds of modalities out there. There's different kinds of healing. We have physical healing for the body. We have emotional healing, mental healing, and spiritual healing amongst, I'm sure, many others. But you don't really hear about soul healing as much as you hear about everything else. And I think that a big reason for this is because Well, first of all, most of us aren't even aware that we are dealing with a problem at a soul level. So we're trying to heal all these other things and we're not actually working with the soul, okay? Or with our spirit, with our life force energy. Now, I know those things are all just kind of a little bit different, but for simplicity, let's just say that they all mean the same thing. And everywhere we look right now, we can see this devoid of spirit, right? We, we see people that are actually, and you know, this might even be you. I know it was me for a while, uh, just trying to get through the day, you know, just doing the tasks for the day just to check something off of our list or, you know, just getting into routines that kind of make us feel like robots, kind of like we're not fully experiencing our lives or that we're not engaged with what we're doing and we're kind of walking around a little bit numb to what's going on and we're not feeling like we have the power within us to truly create the world and the life that we want to live. Now, this is a symptom of of a need for the soul to be integrated back into the body. 
The soul is, it gives you this life force, this vitality that um, gives you the ability to shine and to truly manifest what it is that you came here to manifest, what you came here to do, not only just what to do, but who you came here to be and what kind of impact that you came to leave. But the problem is, is like I said, we get stuck in just the routine of things and we forget that there's this other part of us besides just our emotions or what we're thinking or even what we're putting into our bodies that need nurtured. Now, what I have found when it comes to soul healing is that it isn't something that happens linear. It is also not something that can be approached from one single place at a time. This is something that's a holistic thing. In order for our souls to incarnate back into our bodies, it actually requires us to work at all these levels at once. So like I said, we have people who are like mindset people who are specifically just working with emotions. And then we have people who are specifically just working with the body, the physical body. Well, when we put ourselves in these silos, then other parts of us don't connect, if that makes sense. And this this uh, perpetuates separation, separation within ourselves. And this is kind of when our souls need the most healing is when we don't feel whole. And it's actually responsible for a lot of the shadows out in the world right now is that we don't have that integration. Uh, A lot of this comes from energetic trauma, right? And energetic trauma can happen physically. Like, you know, you could have gotten to an accident or you could have had some very significant health problem. It could be mental where you might have had like a mental burnout or just a lot, a lot of stress, psychological stress, like all that stuff going on. Um, It could be really emotional. It could be a loss that you suffered that you weren't able to fully grieve. Or it could be just a simple fact that you are never able to truly express yourself and be the person that you came here to be because you had all these restrictions around you, all these invisible walls that kept you feeling imprisoned in a world that felt as if it has lost its purpose, it's lost its beauty, and that you have somehow just came here to just get through the motions and do your time. <laughs> you know, It's not supposed to be that way. But when our soul needs healing, it definitely can feel like something's missing. And that's what I'm really getting to the bottom of here is that when we are not fully integrated it feels like there's a part of us that's not there anymore. And a lot of the time, it can take away our motivation. It can take away our inspiration. It can take away our zest for life. And that's why it's so important that we can fully integrate and be able to catch ourselves when we fall into these little pits. Because the truth is, there's not one person on this planet who does not deal with this. If that was the case, we wouldn't see division, right? And we do no matter what right now, because there's so much soul integration and soul healing that needs to take place. Now, healing is integration. It's integration of your fullest expression, your fullest self. And it takes you to be able to become coherent, right? You don't have energy blocks everywhere. You're not leaking your energy everywhere. Instead, you are becoming whole. And one of the big things 
that needs to happen in order to have this integration is to be able to accept your past and your story. Now, I know that a lot of us have things that we are not proud of and we want to push those away and we want to pretend like they didn't happen or that we can somehow just heal right past them. In other words, kind of like spiritually bypassing in a way where we don't have to actually feel the pain or we don't have to witness ourselves in those moments where we feel shame or guilt or fear or all those things that we don't want to see. But by looking at our past and owning all of our karma, all of the stuff, all of the things that we've done and not judging ourselves for it and being able to fully embrace it is what is going to allow you to start liberating yourself and your soul so that it can come back into your body. Because why would it want to be here? Why would the soul want to be incarnated if it feels like it's constantly being beat up? You know, if we have these shadows and we haven't fully accepted our stories and our past, then unconsciously, they're constantly beating ourselves down. And it shows up through criticism of ourselves, through our self-talk, through the ways that we avoid what it is that we know we need to do in order to be fulfilled. We allow our fears to win when this happens. And I, I refer to this a lot of the time as the safety police because it's true. They do come in and they're like, they're really critical. And anytime that you have one of these triggers or anytime that, that you experience this type of thing, then you know that it's just a part of you that you have not yet integrated. And that is nothing to judge because in a way, that's kind of what we all came here to do. You know, there's at the very core of everything, the wound that everyone is experiencing right now with all the judgment and criticism of one another is separation. And we cannot act like a part of ourselves doesn't exist and still be whole. And I know this is a tough thing to hear sometimes. And I know that maybe even consciously, you know, your mind might be going, no, I don't have these problems. I feel pretty connected. I feel pretty whole inside. But then when you go to do something that excites you and you don't take action on it because one of these things haven't been integrated, that's when it shows up because it's, we have two different minds. We have the subconscious mind and then we have the conscious mind. The conscious mind is here in the present moment, but the subconscious mind runs off of a program in a good way to test if there's a part of you that needs integrated still you know, a fear that you might need to face, or maybe there's some unworthy feelings that you might be subconsciously holding inside, is to go out and do something that feels uncomfortable and see what comes up when you do. If you feel resistance, well, that's just a sign that there's some stuff in there that is asking you to pay attention to it. It's funny because I saw this quote today on, on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so true. But I'm paraphrasing here, but it basically said that people never really end up like fully healed, right? Um, we still have the same patterns. We still have the same triggers. It's not like we all of a sudden aren't triggered anymore or anything like that. It's that we respond differently. 
Instead of running, for example, maybe we do it anyways. Or instead of talking ourselves out of asking for something that we really actually want, we do it anyways. And a lot of time, it's something that you want to say to somebody or you want to be able to be your truest, most pure, authentic self, but you're afraid that if you are yourself, that somebody's going to judge you or that they're not going to like you or who knows, there's like a million different things that can happen. And that's why integration at this level is so powerful because once you start owning your story, it's a lot less likely that those triggers are going to be so hard to respond to later. So I know that a lot of people tell their stories because it frees them, it liberates them. And that's exactly what I'm trying to get at here. So as you start to do this, as you start to, to own your past and your story and you start integrating it like at a really deep level, and this is something that I can't really explain to you. It's something that just happens through you doing the work. That's when you're going to notice that you're more able to express yourself and you're not feeling like you're afraid to be seen. All of us deep down Our souls want that connection. We want another person to be able to sit by us, sit next to us, and fully listen and witness us and accept us as we are. That's healing for the soul. But there's some prepping and priming we have to do before we can actually even reach that. And that's this deep work with ourselves, with these wounds that we all carry, with these feelings that we have of not being good enough, and just these things that are really, really common. We all have our stories that go with these themes, but that's exactly why we have to start owning that. So the more that you're seen, the more that you can express yourself, the more like you're going to feel alive. Your vitality and your life energy will start radiating out like you've probably never even seen before. But in order to truly do this, in order to feel like you can own your story and express yourself, it requires you to be very gentle with yourself. Now, this might be foreign for a lot of you. I know it is for me. And every time that I, that I witness myself being critical or being harsh on myself, that I remind myself that this is a gentle process. There's a lot of us who maybe weren't so nurtured back in the day, you know? And so we have to be able to nurture ourselves and our emotions. A lot of us have had critical voices in our heads ever since we were young from other people. That became our way of talking to ourselves. And noticing that and then being gentle with ourselves just in the same way that we would If we were dealing with a child that was, their feelings were hurt, we'd be gentle and tender. And that's what it's going to require in order to tap into the healing that the soul needs at that level. It's a gentle process that happens. And it's funny because in this modern day world, we want answers now. We want things to happen now. We we're so such an impatient society and we want to know the exact path on how to get there, right? We want our lives to be like a math problem that we can just plug in numbers and we get the result and we get the answer. But when it comes to soul healing, 
It is so much different than that. It's more feminine. It's more intuitive. It's more of a process. It's more about the process versus the destination. And you know, when we're doing like energy healing and we can feel energy blocks in our bodies and we release those, what I want to invite you to start thinking about is they don't just release into the nothingness. No, they become integrated. So that energy that was held, let's say in a body, in your body somewhere, that energy that you you picture dissolving or that you're healing is actually integrating back into its natural state. It's not, we're not getting rid of something, right? That's like allopathic thinking. We're going to drill it out of us. (laughs) And that doesn't work because that's not tender, right? That's more of that masculine energy. And in order for us to truly heal heal the soul, it's going to take that tenderness. So I have a tip for you guys, something that is a little more practical that you can take away from this so that you can actually go and put it to use. (laughs) And that is to look at your gene keys. Okay, there is in your activation sequence, which is the sequence of your genius, uh, there is a sphere and it's called the radiance key. So if you have your gene keys chart, just look at your radiance. And if you don't have a gene keys chart, then down in the comments, or not comments, down in the description below, you will be able to uh, get your chart there for free. So you can just click that and get it. But look at your radiance, look at the words there, look at the line and the word next to the line, and ask spirit to show you how to work with that gene key. Because that gene key is responsible for your life force energy for your ability to embody soul, in other words. And it is also responsible for your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. And the shadow, the shadow of that gene key undermines your life force energy. So look at that and see what that is. For me, mine is the gene key 47 and my shadow there's oppression, right? So anytime that I feel oppressed or I'm not owning my own shadows, that's when I feel oppressed. That's when my life force energy stops flowing out. For me, in order for me to be uh, vital and to be healthy in this lifetime, I have to be ready and willing to take on adversity and transmute it. That's what's in my radiance. Now look at yours and read up on it if you have a Gene Keys book. If not, that's okay too. You don't have to have one. You can literally just look at it and look for the patterns in your life and see what those words mean to you and ask spirit to show you because when you ask, you receive, but you have to be still and silent to receive and patient. (laughs) So yeah, look in your radiance, get your gene key chart, look in your radiance and see what's there. And this is going to help you with this integration of your soul. I mean, all the gene keys do, but this one really stands out since it has to do with your life force energy. Okay. So by doing that, you can start to get the ball rolling. That's why I love the gene keys because they're like little guideposts on where to look because so many of us are like, okay, well, where do I start? Where do I look for answers? And rightfully so, because 
life doesn't really come with a map unless you have your gene keys. <laughs> okay, so anyways, um, yeah, look there. And just as a quick re recap to what we talked about today is that healing for your soul is really about becoming embodied and working with that energetic trauma, rather that is physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, and remembering that healing equals integration um, of your fullest self and that you're reaching this place of coherence. You're working towards this place of coherence. And if you're not quite familiar with that concept, I did record a podcast episode on coherence specifically that you can definitely uh, search in my website. Just type in coherence and that should show up. Uh, integration happens through accepting your story and your past, allowing you to be seen and be your fullest expression and be tender with yourself. And last but not least, look at your radiance, see what gene key you have, and what shadow undermines your life force energy, what pattern, and then start working with that. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free to go over to iTunes and leave a written review because it does help people find this podcast and I really appreciate it so much. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you on the next one. Bye.